Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of a week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about education without having to worry about losing our jobs. First thing I want to do is do a big shout out to all of our Patreon sponsors out there. That's right, for as little as $5 a month, you get access to over 100 exclusive pieces of audio content, our special Facebook group. There's all kinds of stuff that's going on out there. So you should sign up and be like one of these awesome people who get their name read out at the beginning of the podcast. A big special thank you to William P., Justin M., Jessica C., Inga, Kaylee, Terry J., Tracy B., Miss Wonderstats, Quentin B., Ekebex, Mistress Mischief, Natasha S., Miss Anthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Helena C., Aaron B., Stephanie S., Texas Teacher Kristen, James Nally J., Samantha D., Lisa C., Rachel, Jin, Jeannie, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K., Jessica A., Swiffle F. Owners, Amanda F., Ariana L., Physics Runners, Steph, Michael M, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Teresa H, Biker T, Christina B, Jason F, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Sam B, Mary E, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Irma A, Nimi, and Sarah N. Big thank you to all of them. Also, like to big do a big shout out to our sponsor at Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, go to LudLambDramatics.com. They have the best educational theater resources out there. They will help you teach the concept and just rock it all night. All right, my friends, this is episode 198. We are getting closer and closer to our special 200th anniversary episode. It's coming. It's coming. But right now, you've got me. You've got Bunny. You've got chocolate. Or count chocolate. It's going to be amazing. I hope you enjoy this episode. It was a lot of fun to record. All right, my friends. Cheers. So, Bunny. Balls, balls, balls. Balls, 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 All right, well, welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink. Thank you, Bunny. I am Elvis, your host, and with me today, I am joined by, with a mouthful of Samoa cook. Is it Samoa or Tagalong? It's Tagalong. They're Tagalongs. They're Tagalongs. I mean, they're the Aldi Tagalongs, but they're Tagalongs nonetheless. I'm Tagalong. They're good. But with me next to me, I have Count Chocolate. Yes, and I have a chocolate and peanut butter cookie. So True good. to my name, I love it. And then across from me, without the gummy bears right now, we have Miss Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. Yeah, for today, usually we do like a big meal when we have this, and it just, I didn't want to do it today, and we all just needed something easy and casual, so we just put the snacks out, so we got like some chips, some salsa, some dip, we got some meat and cheese, we got like the Girl Scout cookies and a bowl of gummy bears, and Bunny <laughs> bought tots, all the tater tots, and oof, it's good stuff. And I've got my drink. I got my mezcal ranch water. Count's got his drink. Bunny's got her drink. We're ready to roll. So we're going to start today with something from the mailbag. This is from the Teacher Needs a Drink contact page. If you have something you'd like to share with us a Teacher Needs a Drink, go to our website, teacherneedsadrinkpodcast.com, and enter it through the uh, contact page. You can even leave a voice message that we might play on the air. So today is from Miss KS, and she says, I have a question. Are any of the teachers required to use a script in class. We were handed what we are to say and do in class today. They could really pull anyone's off the streets for teaching now. And that's the end of her message. I'm yet to be in a school like say X, do three, like do workshop thing. I have not had that to me. I've heard of such things. And I've heard teachers even ask for it for some beginner to like give me something to do. But I don't think that's that common. So Miss KS... 
I, I'm not sure what's going on in that district. Maybe it's something Florida's trying to pull nowadays because that like sounds like a DeSantis or sounds like, like a, Houston as it sounds well. Sounds like Abbott and Houston ISD. Ooh, it's getting messier too down there. But oh gosh, it is. Bonnie, what about you? Have you had to deal with a scripting class or admin saying you must do X X X X X? I have been in a school where that something's close to that occurred, but not not quite that extreme. It did not apply to my content area, but they had it to where, you know, it was, you know, the first five minutes of class, you are doing this warm-up exercise, and the next 10 minutes of class, you are doing this worksheet or whatever. And they said that if they walked into three different math classes on the same day, that they should be all doing the exact same thing at the exact same time. Like, you should all be on page you know, 33 of the math textbook doing this set of problems within the same 10 minutes of each other. Like it was, they, they tried it and it did not last more than a couple of years because the teachers revolted because it was not working. It wasn't effective. Oh, big issue with that is students learn at different degrees doing different things. And there's sometimes you'll have to backtrack and cover something the students didn't get the first time around, especially with yeah. math where you're dealing concepts. Yeah. It's not like you move to the next sec section and you can forget everything you did before. So, I mean, there's some classes like in history or maybe in theater where you can kind of forget what we just, okay, we just worked on this war for a while. We're moving on to this. You can kind of forget with math and a lot of these concepts that you're constantly building new skills on, you need to sometimes slow down to make sure the kids get it. They might need extra practice. And if everyone must be on page 33, that means that, that AP hasn't really been in the, the, in the teaching game very long. Or maybe, you know, they've never been in a classroom. Or maybe someone from high up saying down, every single classroom needs to be like this, which is unrealistic count. I see you ready to speak. I no, see it. Just, it sounds like some kind of an educational dictatorship. Mm -hmm. And it, it kind of gives me chills. Because the only thing I would want to be uniform is the potentially like the syllabus that goes home for the same content for all students. And if you were reading classroom instructions to students, you maybe want that to be uniform by period, but not so much by class. My classrooms were never weren't anything like any other of any of the other content areas in my school, just because my classroom probably was a reflection a little bit of my personality. So we smiled and we laughed, but if I had a script to read, I don't think I could do it, mm -mm. just because I'm known to go off script, but also. That's just not a uniform way that I would want to conduct my class. Well, and how how does that even work? I and I'm honestly not sure on this. Like, for students who have IEPs and things like that, like that require certain, you know, modifications, modifications or changes to the actual curriculum. I like how. Do, where is there room for accommodating students who learn differently? It's funny because we have a lot of these changes coming in the more conservative states, namely Texas and Tennessee and Florida, where they're trying to make sure that you only teach this and you teach it a certain way. Because we're but not indoctrinating the students. We're not. But they, I've heard and I've seen it even on Reddit, a lot of things like, we're doing 21st century learning now. It's like, yes, we are. We've been doing it for almost 23 years now. In fact, the thing you're referring to of like old static lecture lessons and that being all there is, that doesn't exist in public education anymore. It's been discouraged in teaching at least as long as I, so let's say 2003, 2004, when I started yeah. my education classes, 
in college. Mm-hmm. Back then, they're like, no, we need differentiate, differentiated instruction for everyone because all children do not fit in the same peg. And now, like, no, you must be on this page. You must say X, X, and X, and you must use the Harvard Crest whatever book to teach it. Yeah, that's because someone's either pushing an agenda or doesn't know how to teach. And sadly, those people are in power and, and <laughs> are super. Should intent. not be. Or they're. It's it's sad, but you know you know what they say. Those who can't do make laws about teaching. <laughs> that, that yep. I think that's That's a lot more apt, but I don't even feel it's about, you know, them wanting to make education better. They just want to push an agenda. They either don't want kids who are different to be different in this school, or they don't want to remind you the bad things their parents and grandparents did to people of color, or whatever it is. It's it's shitty, and it's very intentional right now, and Mm -hmm. it hurts, and it makes me scared when I see progress going on in other parts of the United States. And then I see Texas and Florida and Tennessee going backwards and whew, my heart and soul. But I still feel like the pendulum's starting to swing back in the right direction a little bit. At least people are going, yeah, there's been 250 requests on books that are bad from the library, but they were done by these two people out of a community of 70,000. There you go. And they're listening to these two people and someone else on the school board's like, yeah, they wrote it. No, this is three people who are destroying a school district. This is not the community. They're holding the kids hostage. Yeah. To their political agenda. And then when you're turning libraries into discipline centers, oi, I gotta, oh, I gotta step off my soapbox or else no, that'll no, be the no. whole episode. Mm-hmm. I, I've got enough of that to go around. People who listen to this don't <laughs> need to be talking about the libraries turning discipline centers every single time. But be aware it's happening. It, it is. is real. And they're still firing teachers. That's a good segue to move on to our next part. <laughs> so this part is from the Reddits. This is from user Sweetie Doodles. That is such a nice name. Sweetie Doodles. I will take a Sweetie, Sweetie Doodles. Doodles anytime. That Thank you so like much. That sounds like a candy. Sweetie it does. Doodles. Like a Snicker Doodles. Or They're a, or a uh, yeah. sniffable marker. Yeah. Ooh, Sweetie. Ooh. Yeah, I like it. You know what it doesn't sound like? A stripper. You will <laughs> never find a stripper with that many syllables in her name. <laughs> So, Sweetie Doodles, not only are you kind, I feel you're of good moral stance. Not that there's anything wrong with... We're not shaming sex workers. No, no. I mean, teachers are going to make a lot more money if you can do it. So, get that OnlyFans (laughs) and get on the poll. I I recommend. It's how I'm making my money. Sign up for our Patreon! Hello! Hello! Anyway, this comes from Sweetie Doodles. This is Class Pet Dead on Day One. So unfortunate. Uh, oh no. That is so unfortunate. <laughs> so, tagging this as humor because it's in the past, and now I can look back and tell this absurdly terrible story of how my first day as lead teacher ended up with me digging a grave. Oh, well done. You know what they say about true stories being stranger than fiction? I count my blessings that it could have been far worse. If you don't cope with dark humor, better scroll past. Okay, here we go. We had our first day back in elementary on Thursday, my first day as lead teacher. Everything was going smoothly until we get out for recess. One of my third years runs up to me and cries, I think one of the chickens is dead. Sure enough, I see one of the hens lying feet up under the chicken coop. Under closer inspection, her head is missing and blood (gasps) everywhere. One of her intestines is strewn across the chicken run, the other chickens eating parts of it. A fox must have got to her is all I can think. We go inside and have the talk about what happened and about life and death. The children, being as sweet as they are, request a ceremony to bury her. 
Later, after school, I go back and have to remove the body, which is lodged far below the coop. I'm sure many people think big deal, but I'm a school teacher, mind you, not a farmer, and these aren't my chickens. They are from a teacher who hatched them and left the school that same spring. Brownie was a beloved pet and not a meat bird. And to see how horribly mangled she was at such a close feel and have to move her, this was literally one of the worst things I've had to do outside the basic teacher job description. I am sobbing and hyperventilating by the end, and thank goodness no one was there to see it. I finally got my shit together and put her in a box and spent my first planning hour ever digging a hole at the back of the campus in 90-degree weather. And then I had to send out email with the bad news that happened on our first day. It was 6.30 by the time I got in my car to go home. Friday, the children made one of those mixed cement stepping stones with insect glass beads. They had a little procession, and the chicken was buried with flowers and a scoop of food for when she gets to heaven. Thank goodness only one child was crying or I would have started crying too. All I can think of is, wow, there are six more chickens in that run, and eventually I will need to go through this six more times. All in all, a crazy start to the school year. Did anyone else have a rough year or have to deal with mauled dead pets? Please tell me things only get better from here before I run for the hills. Ooh, boy. Wow. Okay, so what what was the the name there, Sweetie? Sweetie Doodles. Sweetie Sweetie Doodles. Doodles. Message me, girl. I will buy you a case of whatever it is you drink because, dear lord, that's, Eggnog. oh my god, that's that's just oh no, no. I would have been I would have been bawling like I would have been a disaster. So I, my heart is there with you because oh no, I was just sitting here like cringing the whole time. The elementary school I used to teach at when I taught public school, before the school closed down, they started keeping chickens there. Because they had a kind of outdoor area and they got permission. And I think if you deal with animals in the classroom, at some point you're going to have to have the life and death conversation. If it's a fish, you could swap it out. But if it's a mammal or (laughs) above like five or six inches, you're probably going to have to have that conversation. I think the difference with me is I I know how chickens work. I would have left that thing out there, let the chickens just strip it clean by morning, and let's just bury an empty box. No one's going to know, because... But you're a sweet thing, sweetie doodle, so that's why I'm on the pole and you're in the classroom. So what do you got, Count? (laughs) My heart went out to her when you you have the description of, like, intestines just going or something, pecking at it. They already got to it. But then also there's a tiny processional. Like, that part... I was like, oh, okay, maybe that's for the kids mm-hmm. to help them grieve and, and see how this circle of life truly works when we encounter death. But that is a horrible start to the school year. And Sweetie Doodles, please know that it has to get better from here. And it goes up and it gets lighter. Yeah. And you can entertain lighter conversations every day after day one. <laughs> But that is the worst first day. Um, yeah, that, that that's, that's a really, rough. really bad first day. And that's unfortunate. Our, but, sister, it gets better. It gets better. It will. And besides, there's only six chickens. So, I mean. Right. And so maybe it'll be someone else's turn. I know what you need to do. Because I'm an expert at what everyone else has to do with their lives. What's the thing <laughs> is, like, you came to the right person as I dip Oreos and whiskey in my underwear. Yes, I know exactly what you need to do to get your life in order. <laughs> Um, yeah, just, uh, hey, tell one of the other teachers, like, hey, have you, have you checked on, like, Pearly or the other chickens out there? Can you go look out there before I take the kids out there to make sure you're not taken to, like, a, a scene from Scream with his guts and everywhere splattered? <laughs> oh. Ooh, but, 
Yeah, but just advice, chickens are little predators. They'll eat anything, including each other. And so if you got the heart and you don't want to clean it up, just, just leave it and the chickens will take care of themselves. It's sick, but it's true. I had a guinea pig that gave birth in class. They give birth to lots of babies. When I came on Monday, there was one. Ooh. There weren't other babies in there. There wasn't any fur. There wasn't any bones. Ooh. There was just mama and one baby. So, yeah. Ooh. Sometimes they clean things up. Nature's brutal. And with that, Ooh. hey, guys, guess what? I'm scared to now ask. Now we better than that. <laughs> what do you got for us? We have a Patreon. Oh, that's Thank so God. much better. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, so no dead chickens. No dead chickens. Okay. It's just <laughs> a Patreon. We have a Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you can sign up and get access to over 100 episodes of exclusive audio content. And you can even do it through Spotify now. If Spotify is your preferred way to listen to a podcast or music, you can now join our Patreon and listen to the extra content through Spotify. It is awesome. When you do that, you also get access to all of our bonus podcasts. You get access to our watch parties, all kinds of stuff. So sign up and do it now! Woohoo! Now! All right, friends. Would you rather breathe like Darth Vader or eat a spoonful of sawdust with every meal? Once again, would you rather breathe like Darth Vader or eat a spoonful of sawdust with every meal? I'm going with sawdust because, I mean, hey, my doctor's telling me to get more fiber. Hey! What about you, Count? I don't want to breathe like Darth Vader, Mm. (laughs) but I feel like long-term effects of eating sawdust can't be good. Like, sawdust I'm treated with, I I don't know, that's some deep breathing. Like, (laughs) for every breath, too. Mm -hmm. You sound like the asthmatic kid. Just like, (laughs) oh, no. (laughs) Every day, oh, no. (laughs) But I don't know. Every meal. Every meal. I can't imagine sawdust being that bad for you. That's the one takeaway, because... I went to Colorado with friends, and we went hiking at elevation, and just out of the car, I was already like, okay, air's thin, I'm having to breathe harder. <laughs> I don't want to have to have a machine doing it, and I figure I'm already eating like a tablespoon of microplastics every day, no matter what, so throwing some sawdust. You know, I have a strong feeling if you eat the chicken nuggets in the cafeteria, there's sawdust in there. I feel like if you're getting some of that school bread, there's sawdust in there. I, you might already be hitting this. And not even know it. That's true. Yeah, if your school's under construction, too, that might be... Yeah, and I got, like, the big jar of Metamucil that I use every now and then, like a mix and a shake, you know, when I want to feel fresh and clean. (laughs) And you know what? It's kind of like, it's like a a scoop full of this weird, like, what is it, cyber husks or sylvan husks or something like that. Cilium. Cilium, that's it. The the Darth Vader breathing breathing is... (laughs) Not really. The Darth Vader breathing is is loud, right? Yeah, like we're all agreeing that it's yeah. loud and slow. You can't say you can't tell a fast story. It's like talking to a three year old. And then I went with Bobby. Okay. I mean, you I, won't be able to spit a story out quick. Oh, that's too okay. I oh, I really wanted to go with Darth Vader, but I I have to go with. I just wonder like what happens if I'm on an elliptical. <laughs> like that's what I'm thinking of. Like as as I'm taking care of my mental health and exercising more. Mm-hmm. What am I going to sound like if I've done 34 minutes on an elliptical and I've yeah I gotta go to sawdust. Dang, have it. Oh, I didn't want to. Oh, sawdust. 
Well, we're team sawdust here. Does Teacher it, needs a drink. Okay, so does it does it have to be like just the straight up spoon? Can I like sprinkle it? And That's what it I'm thinking. Like things? the psyllium husk. Yeah, do it with like fiber. In. Yeah, just mm-hmm. like in your soup or something. Mm-hmm. I'll start putting it in your soup. You'll have fiber gummy bears or sawdust mm, gummy yum, bears yum, next time you come yum, here. Yum, okay. yum. I'll, I'll take that one so it's a bad That's not bad. <laughs> All right, friends. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. If you get a chance, please sign up for our podcast. I'd like to thank sign up for our podcast. Sign up for our Patreon. That's I'd like you. to thank my hosts who are with me at Count Chocolate. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for letting me provide a little bit more chocolate than your diet today. Yeah. Yeah. Just like sawdust. And buddy, what about you? Except you can never have too much chocolate in your life. That's true. Uh, Thank you for having me back. It was a pleasure as always. And uh, y'all stay safe out there. (laughs) All right, friends. Take care of your mental health. If you can, check out uh, therapy. It's usually included in your school health insurance. Go look at it because it's covered. And it's good for everybody. You can talk about the sawdust and the dead pets to them. They will understand. And the butt sniffing. <laughs> All of it. All right, friends. Everyone out there. Deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers! Woohoo! Cheers! All right, friends, thanks for listening to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I'd like to thank my hosts who are with me today, and a big shout-out to all of our sponsors. You, too, can become one of our patrons. You can sign up through Spotify or go to Patreon and look up Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. And also, if you get a chance, go to Lud Lamb Dramatics. They are the best source of educational theater posters for the classroom. They're amazing. All right, folks, I am tired. I've been up since, like, 4 this morning, and I didn't get any sleep, and so I'm going to crank this out. And I'm going to bed. So I love you all. Cheers.